I come from the beautiful country of Finland, and did you know uh, that for the fifth year in a row, Finland just a few days ago ranked uh, uh, again as the happiest country in the world? So, Finland scores very well on healthy life, expectancy, clean nature, GDP, uh, per capita, social support in times of trouble, low corruption and high social trust, excellent work balance and free education and health care. So, I'm happy uh, and, and I'm proud to be a happy Finn. Um, the World Justice Project released the latest rule of law index last October and evaluated uh, Finland uh, and, and ranked it uh, number three uh, among 139 countries. And I have to say that it is alarming that in a country that ranked so high at the rule of law index, uh, I am at the moment criminally charged for voicing my deeply held beliefs that are based on a classical Christianity. The conclusion is that if this is possible in Finland, the same could happen anywhere in Europe. Some words about uh, the situation now when Russian has attacked uh, Ukraine. Unlike uh, its European neighbors who have moved towards standing professional armies, Finland's military is based on the general mandatory military service for men and voluntary military service for women. And this has strong support publicly. According to the National Defense Information Planning Committee surveys, our population's availability to fight in the event of a military crisis has been increasing. Uh, in the latest surveys, 85% of Finns answered positively to the question, if we were attacked in Finland, would you be prepared to participate in different national defense tasks according to your abilities and skills? And according to several surveys, the Finns' will to defend is the highest in Europe. Uh, we are used to living as a neighbor of Russia. Finland and Russia are separated and connected by a 1,340-kilometer-long border. I myself lived my childhood during the Cold War period at a small village just eight kilometers from the Soviet Union. I remember how we went with my father fishing to a lake that was half uh, uh, on the side of Soviet Union and half on the side of, uh, of Finland. But the border between the two countries was so hard that I never saw a person from Soviet Union in my childhood and, and youth. The recent polls suggest 
there is a growing support for Finland to join the NATO military alliance. 62% of respondents saying that they are in favor of it. Until Russia attacked uh, Ukraine, polling on NATO membership has been uh, stable for decades with a clear majority opposing. The possible threat of Russian aggression has to be taken very seriously in Finland. Also, at the moment, there is no direct military threat targeted at us. My own opinion about joining NATO is positive, but I think that it is especially important to strengthen our defense forces, security of supply, preparedness and prevention, and self-sufficiency. The decision-making uh, regarding NATO has to be based on careful consideration about the benefits and risks of each option. Uh, it would be essential to ensure the security while the process in joining the military alliance was still in progress. I believe you, ladies and gentlemen, understand the significance of defending absolute values that are solid, unchangeable foundation of our Western civilization and well-being. Political decision-making and uh, decision-making in, in general is all about our values. Child welfare, human dignity, appreciation of human rights, all legislation and the foundation of our civilization all have their roots in the Christian view of man. Honesty, high work ethics and respect for authorities are prerequisites for tax revenues, which enable the continuity of uh, welfare and well-balanced families, lasting marriages, and responsible parenthood are also requisites for good development of children and young people. At the moment, both in Finland and Europe, we are living at the stage of history when the pressure to adhere to traditional values is strongly growing. And this is visible whether we think uh, of the protection of life at the very beginning or at the end of life, or defending marriage as a union between man and wife. The battle between values is largely fought with language by capturing the concepts like love, freedom, equality, and even rainbow into new interpretations. The attempt to break down the gender system based on two different genders hurts, especially the children. For all my long career as an MP, I have been 27 years in, in the Finnish parliament and also four years as a minister of interior. I have been open and honest about my Christian conviction. I believe it is the best basis for politics. But the last two years have been surprising, even shocking. Never could I have imagined all this beforehand. 
to happen in Finland. The Prosecutor General of Finland has brought three separate charges against me, and I have been in Helsinki District Court twice this year. I hope that the court will acquit both me and also Bishop Johanna Pohjola, who is responsible for publishing a pamphlet I wrote and also uh, prosecuted from all the charges and declare us not guilty. And this is a very topical issue now because the decision of the court, the verdict, will be given next week, next Wednesday. The starting point of this process was a tweet that I published two and a half years ago. And in the tweet I questioned the Evangelical Lutheran Church's official affiliation with Helsinki LGBT Pride event and accompanied my publication with a photo of Bible from the letter uh, to Romans, chapter 1, verses 24 to 27. Then a citizen made a criminal complaint against me and the police started a criminal investigation about the tweet. Another criminal complaint was made about an old pamphlet I had written already 2004, male and female, he created them, homosexual relationships challenge the Christian concept of humanity. It takes a stand on sexuality and marriage from a Christian perspective. And earlier, the police released a decision that my pamphlet gave no cause for criminal investigation and noted if any of the viewpoints contained in the Bible would be considered sufficient to fulfill the criteria for the crime, then the distribution of the Bible or rendering it available would be considered a crime and thus punishable. The third charge is about my views presented in one radio interview. And in these other two cases, the prosecutor general ordered the investigation against what the police had decided. In all these charges, I deny any wrongdoing. In regard to the due process of law, it is problematic that highly educated public authorities take stands so far from one another in their interpretation of the law. If an MP a legislator who has been in office for past 27 years doesn't recognize a potential crime. How can an ordinary citizen detect the possibility of such crime? The filing of the charges was preceded by one and a half years of police investigations and several long interrogations, uh, altogether 13 hours on a police station where I sat with the police, the Bible on the table, and asked, uh, answered the quest his questions. Uh, the police also asked if I agreed to delete within two weeks my writings. I answered no. I said I do not recant what I have said. I do not renounce 
my, my faith, and I stand behind these teachings of the Bible, whatever the consequences are. <laughs> um, the possible sentence for the crime of ethnic agitation against uh, a minority group would be up to two years prison or fine. But an even more serious problem would be the resulting censorship. The order to remove social media up updates or a ban on posting and a ban to the book booklet. And that sentence would open the floodgates to a ban on similar publications and the threat of modern book burnings in Finland. Although the prosecutor at first assured that the trial on January would not be an inquisition, she surprisingly targeted the core doctrine of Christianity. She claimed that my views are known as fundamentalistic doctrine, which she summarized as love the sinner but hate the sin. And this doctrine she said she regarded as insulting in, in itself and defaming, because according to her, you cannot make a distinction between the person's identity and his or her action. If you condemn the act, you also condemn the human being and regard him as inferior. And this is a very dangerous statement it goes against the Christian view of man and common sense. The prosecutor tries to deny the core message of the Bible, the teaching of law and gospel. God has created all human beings as his own image, and we all have equal value, but we all are sinners. And it is God who says what is sin and what is not. Uh, no one's human dignity decreases because of sin. God so loved all the people that he gave his only son to die on the cross to suffer the punishment that be belonged to us because of our sins. And on the cross we see that God hates the sin but loves the sinner. The thought that you could not make a distinction between the person's deeds and his uh, or hers uh, identity or human dignity is also unfamiliar to ordinary life. As I was raising my five kids, my, my five children, I loved them all equally, but I still had to at times criticize their actions quite harshly. The prosecutor's thought is also unfamiliar to the rule of law. Even the most notorious criminals do not lose their human rights or human humanity, human dignity, if they get a punishment for their deeds. And especially in court, this principle should be very clear. Um, the prosecutor general uh, stated in an interview that although Rasanen 
was convicted. It doesn't mean that the Bible should be removed from the libraries. You can still refer to Bible, Koran, and Mein Kampf. He, she compared it with these, uh, uh, these books. Uh, and it is not forbidden to discuss about these historical texts. But what is essential uh, for, uh, she said that what is essential is that you agree with these texts. And in the court, the prosecutor also added that Päivi Rasanen may believe uh, whatever in her own mind, mind, but she can't express her faith in public on that way. In court, I appeal to the Constitution of Finland and to the international conventions that guarantee freedom of speech and religion, and also the freedom to agree with the Bible. Uh, the points of view for which I'm accused do not deviate from classical Christianity, nor does my view on marriage deviate uh, from the official policy of Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland. In fact, the Parliament of Finland has approved the church law according to which our national church, the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Finland, confesses the Christian faith which is based on the Bible. It is in the first chapter of that act. And our church act states that all doctrine must be examined and evaluated according to God's holy word. The parliament has not only allowed church to confess its faith in its doctrine and action, it also prescribes it to do so. The court in Finland has for the first time now take a stand on whether it is legal or not to cite the Bible and at the same time to agree with it. Being criminally charged for voicing my deeply held beliefs in a country that has such deep roots in freedom of speech and religion feels unreal and absurd. It is important to remember that there is no universally agreed definition of hate speech, and in fact, we don't have that word in our own legislation. I have deep concern regarding the new legislative initiative of European Commission to extend the list of EU crimes to hate speech and hate crime, as announced by President uh, von der Leyen in her uh, 2020 State of the Union speech. European Commission gave notice to the European Parliament last December that it seeks to extend the list of EU crimes to hate speech and hate crime. And I hope that at least some European states, for example, Hungary and Poland, would stay strong in this important issue to defend the freedom of speech 
and votes against this proposal to prevent its, its moving forward. While each member state of the European Union has its own criminal code according to EU treaties, EU crimes are particularly serious crimes with a cross-border dimension that require all member states to have the same uh, minimum standards in combating them. And given the far-reaching implications for member states, the list of EU crimes is understandably small and currently includes serious offenses such as terrorism, trafficking of human beings, weapons and drugs, and organized crime. And currently, there is no legal basis to criminalize hate speech and hate crime at EU level. Dear friends, it is likely that my charges will be taken to higher courts, even to the European Court of Human Rights, and I'm ready to defend freedom of speech and religion in all necessary courts. The decision of the court will be a significant precedent that will impact the legislation within Europe in the future. And I hope that my case would set a positive precedent for the future regarding freedom of speech. And I also hope that this case would, would encourage Christians to use their freedom to express their faith. <clears throat> The late President Kyösti Kallio of Finland called our whole nation to pray in Christmas 1939 during a very difficult time, war time in the history of Finland when Russian attacked Finland as we now have seen happening in Ukraine. And he stated, our ancestors have over the centuries in tribulations, persecutions, and in the days of peace, drawn life, strength, and comfort from the Bible. At the present time, our nation needs the creative power of the word of God. Let us adopt with a humble faith the blessings of it. And he added, righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. I'm, I, I think that these words are, again, very topical. If we neglect the right to speak up and publicly confess what we believe in, to stand for the truth, the space for speaking will eventually get smaller. So we are especially called to stand firm in those issues that contradict the spirit of the time. And ultimately, the question here is about the core of Christian faith, how a person gets saved into eternal life, into unity with God uh, through the redemptive sacrifice of Jesus. We all are sinners, we all need Jesus, 
and the teaching concerning marriage and sexuality in the Bible does not arise from hate. It arises from love of God. And I have repeatedly emphasized that all human beings are created in the image of God and have equal dignity and human rights. I have to apologize that I have to leave very quickly, immediately, now after my speech, since I have a plane to catch to Helsinki. Uh, we have today important issues in Parliament, and I try to be there 4 p.m. But I thank you for this invitation, and, and, and I thank you for your attention. Uh, it was wonderful to meet you here and have many discussions, and, and many of you have encouraged me very, very much, and I, I'm very thankful for all prayers. It has been so encouraging. So I'm extremely grateful for the huge international support I have received, and I'm very grateful for all, all prayers and and your support. God bless you. Thank you.